podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. We're called Whistle, and this is true. We love to do the things that we're not supposed to do. We don't need robbing, stealing, or mugging. In fact, don't take it seriously. We're only bugging. <laughs> Hello, my name's Mark Webster. This is The Whistleblowers, and I'm delighted to say that you're listening today on our new Android app, or if you're not, probably a very good idea, because it's a, it's a good way of getting hold of the podcast. You get news as well, videos, and if you just follow the link to whistleblowers.net, it will show you how to do that. Androids, it sounds like the future, but it's now. <laughs> God, I'm so excited about it. I, don't, I, didn't even thought, I, I only thought about that as I was saying that That's stuff out loud. Gorgeous, People it? should employ you as a writer. But it's never going to happen, though. It's never <laughs> going to happen. Um, I'm delighted to say uh, I've got a couple of uh, uh, pals back who have not been on for ages. But um, what's good is to get them back now is because they used to, uh, they both support clubs that used to be rivals. <laughs> yeah, um, because Mr. Andy Connell, of course. Going there. Welcome back, uh, Mr. Andy Connell, of course. Mr. Our Swing Out Brother. As Absolutely, I, as I like to think of him as. Um, <laughs> now he's the swing out sister. I'm the swing out brother. He's oh, the you see, it started. <laughs> you, 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 you give him that gig, <laughs> yeah. uh, Mr. Andy. Of course, uh, Manchester City fan and up there again and having yet another go. Meanwhile, stage left, Jeff Young. Uh, <laughs> Of uh, of course, of many things, and including, of course, uh, his wonderful, wonderful Sunday Jazz FM show as well, The Journey. Uh, and uh, now it turns out, Jeff, uh, never thought we'd say this, long-suffering Chelsea fan. Absolutely, yes. Because you've been through all phases, actually, haven't you? I have, yeah, yeah, yeah. Fort- unfortunately, yeah. But this one, mm, that's an interesting one. I, I think let's start there, because we haven't really had a chance to do this. And I know it's a bit of a broad stroke question, but I want to know where it started going wrong. Do we go back to Eva, or is it or, or the rot set in before? What, when do you pinpoint Chelsea's sort of like that when the decline began, as it were? Well, we obviously we've talked about this a lot on the Chelsea podcast. Oh, sure. And uh, <laughs> why? And why? The, the, funnily enough, it it does go back to a year ago when we lost at Spurs, and then we lost in the cup to. Bradford or somebody? I can't remember who it was. But out we got bounced out by somebody a few leagues lower than us. And um, Mourinho changed everything from this free-flowing joie de vivre football into this, right, we're not having that happening again. And it's like, we're going to play like this. We're going to park the bus and all this kind of malarkey. And we weren't very good. But up until, that, wasn't well, the we old Mourinho, we though? No, no, well, the Mourinho... That was the theory, wasn't it? The original yeah, no, version no, no, of that no, no. was that. As it? soon as it's not happening, he, he parks the bus. Right, right, you know. right, right, right. So we kind of were crap, really, for the last four months of the season. and But we built up such a, uh, a bank of points and stuff. You know, we kind of dragged it all kicking and screaming over the finishing line. And it was great. And then what was really, really interesting, and this is what we said on the on the podcast, Chelsea podcast, is that... Our first pre-season game was against the New York Red Bulls, mm. and they drubbed us like four-one. Well, they're supposed to, aren't they? Yeah, that, 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 well, those yeah, things yeah, but, in those but we, everyone yeah, who right. kind of watched it on Chelsea TV and all this kind of thing, sort of went, "Jesus, that was really crap." <laughs> and already people were going, "What's happening here? This isn't right. This isn't working." La 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 la, and. 
it continued through pre-season. Then we had the opening game of the season where it didn't go very, very well. Then it was Eva, and we just stumbled from one disaster to another. So the question goes, and it's been, so it's been going on for some time. So at some point back, way back when, where you just you know where that started, yeah. Was there a reboot that was needed? And, and what was the reboot? Was it, um, obviously, Jose's in. Was it basically dump players, add players, refresh players? What, well, what think, was needed? I think there is a suspicion that we we definitely didn't get our own way in the close season. Um, you know, with, with Stones, and I think a few other offers may have gone in and they didn't materialise for, for whatever reason. And one of the other telltale signs for us about it all going... Tong, for want of a better phrase, was that, you know, in pre-season, you could tell Mourinho was walking around with a face like a bulldog chewing a wasp. And you just could see that, you know, there may be trouble ahead. <laughs> you know, it, it was... So, you know, so one, one Chelsea never, job, it, too many. It never, got, it never got any better. And, you know, he's a bad loser at the best of times. So after we'd lost like three or four, he was just so, so, nonsense. So he, it was just, it's just horrific. So he knew losing was coming, which is interesting. City's an interesting story in relation to this because, and I think out of all of the teams, it may be Pellegrini, you tell me, they, they've ploughed something of a straight furrow without anybody overjudging them for what they've done. And there they are. I think people have... That's not been my experience. People have been very quick to judge them. You know, every game that you don't win, you're supposed oh, to have granted, won. yes. But yeah. I think the thing is, he keeps a very steady ship. Yes. And whether or not that's exciting. You know, the, the, the odd thing, <laughs> he, he seems to manage a lot of characters who are not immediately manageable to me. You know, the Yaya's and the whoever's. Mercurial characters. Yeah. And, and something about that, you know, I'm a Mancini, I was always a Mancini fan. Mm. And he's, he's not Mancini, he's a different guy. And I yes. think it's... He's probably what was needed. If you're going to have those players, they need to... He doesn't get into anything. He doesn't oh. get in, involved in anything. You know, it's... Uh, Are you suggesting you've got one more Yaya or a few Yaya's in the team or a bit up and we've down We've got a few yaya's. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone's got a few. You know, no, you know, yeah. people who... Oh, it's agents and, you know, whatever. A thousand you know, oh, okay. All, all yeah. of the various things that can disturb you if you want them to. Yeah, you know, and, okay. and it seems like, if, if you wanted to contrast the two, Mourinho seems to be... At his happiest when he's in the middle of a shitstorm. I don't understand why that is. But whereas Pellegrini will diffuse a it's situation. It's because it's worked for him 10 times before, but didn't the 11th time, though, didn't it? I suppose is, is the answer. He's it's certainly in English football. He certainly wasn't happy in the middle of the last Chelsea shitstorm, you know, that's for sure. No, but it's, it was often said, though, wasn't it, that he, he distracted, you know, from on the pitch. He would take, yeah. he would take the yeah. thing away from, from what was happening on the pitch. And yeah. It was but it almost made end, out like it was a magnanimous gesture on his it, part. In the end, he ended up slagging off the players. Well, betraying, you know, betraying his ideals. I thought that was, yeah, yeah. you know, you can't come back. But from here's that. the thing. Yeah. That leaves him out in the marketplace. Uh, Pep Guardiola obviously basically saying, hello, thank you very much. I'll be the same pet, you know, already from, you know, fr- from his current club. Yeah. What's interesting me on this one, Andy, is that Pellegrini again, and it's back to this idea of this. He, is very, he, he does remind me somewhat of the eagle from the Muppets. And he looks physically like That's him. And, yeah. and he has this kind of stoical, solid... You know, furrow brown look about him. Nothing seems to shake him too much out no. of his. And basically, he's got people sniping around him. Uh, his job's but gone. But this is the thing: you don't get any of that in, in the way he conducts himself. Do you think, no. Do you really think his job's gone? 
Well, Andy, think, do you think? No, I don't think gone? it has. I really don't think it that has. Is the, that's the no, intrigue. Because sure. basically, everyone's sure trying either. to shoe Pep Guardiola into that gig already, aren't they? Well, everybody well, you is. Say that, you say everyone is. Who's doing it? I mean, well, true, you know, true, 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 true. Yeah. I mean, I, quite honestly, we're in we're as, in as healthy a position in various leagues and cups as we could be right now. If you were looking for a man, which doesn't mean to say, because he got, he got fired before from various clubs when he was doing, when he was at the top of his game. So, they do move you on. Well, he's a sanguine kind of fella, isn't he? I mean, he'd take it on the chin, he's philosophical, you know, and, you know, he, he'll go and manage Chile. The Chile, I, the, the Chile just, well, just came out. All of, all I, also, I, should, I should just say, sorry, Jeffrey, well, that, that Pep Guardiola was seen by an V-neck jumper in the Arndale Centre, which of course <laughs> by is Chelsea. Exact, is exactly how I, I believe Pellegrini was done the same thing. So he's basically, <laughs> a, he's a booking, he's I, a shoeing. I have to say, I, I still think um, Guardiola is more of a fit for Manchester City than anywhere else, purely, yeah. purely because this boy is not a team builder. Mm. I mean, th- no, there, are, to come into th- something there are loads of great rumours around that yeah. Chelsea rang him up and he went, listen, you need 10 new players, basically. And yeah. they went, oh, OK, then, well, you're not coming. Mm. And, um, and, you know, Man United, look at the state they're in. It's another rebuilding job there, which leaves Man City. And you know what? You're in a good place. We are, and I think you're right. Unless it's a Arsenal fit. suddenly tell... Arson, listen, the timing's right. We can get Guardiola. You really need to bugger off now. We had this discussion on the whistleblowers, so, which I, there was a certain, uh, uh, only last week, in, in which there was a certain logic, where, uh, well, it's a certain logic based on the fact that you got you can't apply logic to the way that Arsene Wenger has run a football club for 20 years, because it's, I think the word mercurial is pretty, pretty close to the, the facts. Yeah. He said, go upstairs, enjoy your dotage, stand there and wave Fergie-like from, you know, very high up in the building, and just watch and, and reap the benefits of what you've sowed. He's not mm. going to do that till he wins. But he won't do no, until he drops dead, actually. No, I, I think it well, would, listen, if he wins if he something d- significant. If he, he wins it this it. year. Well, what's, yeah. That's the point, isn't it, though? Because we well, are on this okay. verge. We've so, got Pep Guardiola so, out there, Arsenal on the verge of a potential yeah. title. Let's be perfectly frank about this. If Aguero stays fit, Andy, you're going to win it. If Aguero had been fit uh, up to ah, this point, we'd ah, have already, it would, you wouldn't even be talking about that there was a... Con- you know, the thing is, the seasons we haven't won the, the league is when Aguero has been plagued with injury. Every, both of the seasons yeah, when yeah. he came second is because he only played a third of the games. Yeah. If he, you're absolutely right. If, if he's fit, I don't think there's any... And I liked I'm Arsenal's not, nil-nil at Stoke. I've got to be honest yeah, with well, you, I Yeah, well, that's one it. point that they normally get there, but I'm not the architect of this quote, but I am telling you, Arsenal always let you down. <laughs> and also, Stoke is not Stoke anymore. It's not digging out a, a, a one against the clock. I don't know, they it? still don't mind a bit of clocking. But, well, there's a, <laughs> but it's clogging with a finesse. No. But, oh, okay, yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah. It's still yeah, that, it's still, it's still that grind on the A50, though. <laughs> you know, you still got to go yeah. and do your thing. You know my favourite... Uh, Bit of punditry of recent years. Um, what's he called? Winterburn. Oh, Nigel, uh, yeah. Nigel Winterburn on Satanta, watching Stoke, and he said they're a much more passive team than they used to be. And uh, the guy says, "What do you mean by that?" He says, "Well, they pass the ball a lot more." <laughs> 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 which I thought was, you know, it got which, the point. Which is an interesting idea because the other version of that is the other thing is pass it while Stoke is exactly. punching them. <laughs> which brings us to, to, you know, your next door neighbours, which is because at the moment United see they can't stop being the sort of central fugal force of conversation, which is amazing because there's such buzzes around them. I mean, all the elements you've got to take into account here is the fact that, first of all, this is the one I love. Ferguson apparently saying that he's willing 
to come down, to come back to a premiere, to, to take yeah. to take that Stanislaw lift down from the heady heights <laughs> at the Theatre of Dreams. That would just and be come down so and work terrible. with Ryan Giggs. That would be so terrible. It would be, wouldn't we? Love that though. I mean, in, in the terribleness. Well, it would it, be, well I, I, actually, I not that it was queer the picture it. of his, of his, well, of his the, the uh, you know, thing, majesty. When you say, would you love it? The funny thing about it was that um, I, I basically, unbelievably, have no feeling for Man U whatsoever. I I'm not just not bothered by them at all. Comfortably but, numb, but, but when Ferguson managed them, I loved it when they lost yeah. because I loved watching Ferguson go absolutely yeah. bonkers. <laughs> you, you know, the red Jeff's nose, you know, the red nose would kick off, and he'll be like, "Give on, no, Fergie, Jeff's, Jeff's completely lose right. your marbles." And now he's not there, and There's Louis Van Loser Van Hall is just you know mucking no, it all up it's, it's just same, not the same when yeah, they the, lose now yeah the nihilist boss you know there's nothing you need the Hans Gruber don't you you need yeah. the you yeah. know, like, you know yeah absolutely yeah, okay, yeah you need you need you need to have but this is but this is my worry about oh, not my worry the, the fun of it uh, you know it, the sport of it is the fact that that, that Ferguson has, has not gone away and still probably thinks that he can come in ride in with his six guns blazing and save the day again for you. The great tragedy is that there's evidence to suggest he could do exactly that. He oh, couldn't Jesus do, Christ, that's even worse. worse. <laughs> not, not with what he's got there. Not, not with that, what he's got there. Liverpool, the man, you know, I, I mean, with all due respect, I'm, you know, I'm, you know I, I support a team that's, that's, that's been perfectly capable to turn out really ordinary performances over <laughs> many, many years. Yeah. But, but Liverpool, man, United was. It struck me as something of a watershed in terms of performance in the Premier League, Jeffrey. I don't know about you. Well, I, I missed the first half. I only saw the second half. Oh, you missed nothing. I was driving home from working, dear boy, <laughs> I remember. Um, yeah, yeah, I only saw half the game. And what did you play for the last half hour of the journey? <laughs> no, 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 don't go there. Um, but, um, yeah, I mean, obviously the last half hour weren't that bad. But uh, from what I, what I hear, the first, well, I was listening to the radio commentary driving home and... You know, it was flat was like as a dying aboard. Everyone flat. was dying aboard. I thought Liverpool weren't that bad. I thought Liverpool of, of the two, they made it a game. You know, and they had. A yeah, but the home team and lost still. I mean, you see, you're not allowed to do that, are you? I'm, I, no, it was poor. You're right. They had. They were the, they, they were the passing. It was thing, poor, yeah. but they weren't so poor. At but that you know, point. but of course, the, the story that's been running alongside Ferguson going back there is is Jose having turned down an opportunity. I mean, obviously, I, I know. Let, let, let's not, let's not. Pretend that the, the PR cogs haven't been whirring like a dervish, you know. But Jose's apparently talked to some of his old seconds and said, finally, it's United. And now, is that a fit then, Jeff? Because Van Because equally, Van Gogh was saying he might pull out early because basically, he's, I'm sure he's had a bloody enough of this by yeah. now, hasn't he? Well, I, you know, I'm a, I am a big fan of Mourinho's, but I would be fascinated to see what he do, what he could do with them. Yeah. Now, obviously, they would have to spend another 150 million quid or something in the summer. If he's going to go in there, he's going to be asking for this player, this player, this player. You know, there's going to be a wholesale change there. Um, but yeah, I mean, I think he could make a difference. But whether, certainly not in the short term, in the longer term, which for him is three years. That's um, right, yeah, it seems to be. Yeah, he, he might be able to win the league in a, in a couple of years' there, time. <laughs> you know, yeah, yeah. It's it's a three year deal with him. Just, there's no doubt about it. There's something if we could if we could step aside you know step out of you know take our, our own emotions out of this one here there is something enticing about the idea is there not Andy 
of Mourinho and United, just for the just for the theatre of it. To be honest, there's something enticing about you know the the Ipcris file bit where the where the coaches bounce on the edge of the cliff. You want it to go down. The this cliff. is very true. You know, yeah. and that's what would happen. Don't worry, lads. I've got a plan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I, th- I think the Man United hierarchy are probably scared shitless of having him on board at the moment because of the baggage. Well, there was the story the last you time, know. wasn't there, that it was poo-pooed by, amongst others, Bobby Charlton, because he's not a United man. See, this is the weird thing, you know, is, is, yeah. is, it, we're in modern football, and there's a bunch, there's, there's 200-year-old men, God bless them, you know, who are helping to make know, decisions. I know somewhere else like that. <laughs> it's called the FA. <laughs> Hello! Which, is where, which, of course, is where let's, the Premier let's League open, don't Let's exist. open this big can of worms here labelled old blokes in football, shall we? I'm glad you mentioned the FA, because the <laughs> FA... No, you've never got a link to that, surely. Yes, I am, D. Thank you very much, Jeff. I'm glad I, we, we exchanged those, all those emails. <laughs> By the way, Italian job, Icarus Vile, Harry Palmer, of course. Uh, you know, not that Italian I, job, not Icarus yeah, No, no, no. Yeah, no all those yeah, Michael Caine yeah. films. So all, yeah. exactly They're all right. the same, those uh, Michael Caine films. films. Icarus yeah, yeah. Vile is when he... When he, um, he, he he bought that tin of mushrooms. And, yes. uh, and, oh, he, and he could champignon. Oh, champignon. <laughs> Have them in the tin. They're much, they're much <laughs> better. Lovely moment. Um, uh, Wembley, um, which of course, you know, is available. You know, yeah. Actually, I'll, 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 I'll give the number out at the end of the podcast here. If you want to hire Wembley for anything that you require. And many do. Uh, and In fact, they, and, and pro- arguably they should do. But based on the fact, because... We talked about this earlier, Andy, weren't we? Is the fact that it's not that long ago, a year or so, when the FA press officer, in a moment of appalling clarity, answered the question about saying, why don't the England team go on tour because the friendlies work really well around clubs? Saying, and he basically responded by saying, well, because we didn't stay at Wembley so they can pay for Wembley. And, uh, and that was the exact copy of the way he said yeah, it. We all, knew, we all knew that was the case when they but, built the when they built the thing. <coughs> the but now the, yeah. the, the yeah. way out potentially is Tottenham and Chelsea for a good few seasons being a shared football well, stadium. Uh, that's developing by the day. It, it probably, I know it probably won't get shared. Chelsea probably aren't going to rush into a fight with Tottenham now and we're not sure the planning permission is going to go through as quick as it should do so Tottenham will get their year then we will get our three there won't be a year of sharing however what they're doing is they are t- taking away arguably the you know the, the, the sanctity of Wembley and allowing football clubs to play a bit of football there now I've got to be honest with you um, I don't care I, if, if I'm, I, I support another football team, it's, it's, it's play, the place isn't sally for me. Would it be for you? It depends. I think you've got to look at the finances. But there, there is a certain thing where you just think, there's a nas- this is a national stadium. It should represent Quite. a, a national, you know, the idea of a, some kind of national... What, trauma make its own bleeding money? Well, <laughs> rather than just like, taking any money you can get hold of. The symbolism is, you know, for me is different than the reality. And the reality is, yes, you've got to make it pay. How do you make it pay? Like you said, they used to have Speedway. Um, they did. You know. <laughs> they did. Yeah. But, you know, you've, so one way or another, we live in a world where you've got to make that pay. So, what so, are they doing so, in the Stade Andy, are you saying, well, 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 are you saying Speedway, the reintroduction... Uh, saying the reintroduction of Speedway and is I, the saviour of the modern I'll tell you why, because Bellevue Thank Aces, you. we had the best Speedway team. I have a major... Oh, t- I'm you, not kidding. I have a major. Is the only Speedway name I know. Exactly. And why not bring it back? Because we were oh. we were good at that. Oh well, maybe maybe Mark, we should come down to the Olympic Stadium and share your two million quid a year rent. 
Well, I'm sure you'll all be welcome uh, on on the games that you're booked in as your away fixtures. We can all chip in 600 grand to use your ground with you for a year. What do Not- they do with the Stade de France? What do they do with that? I don't know. Paris Saint- the story, Paris Saint-Germain yeah. play there. Do they yeah. play all their home yeah. games there? Yeah, yeah, it's their, but, it's their okay. stadium. So but presumably Paris. they play there's concerts and, you know... They, I mean, much uh, in the way... So that, is there is a Wembley? Much in the way the Olympic Stadium will be actually okay, available listen, let's, all let's, year let's, long right. for uh, anything yeah. you want. Duran Duran will be there, Jeff. Don't you worry. Think, you can, yeah, but, yeah, but not in March before there. a home game. So I'm sorry about that. <laughs> but you know, you'll have to watch them on another day. Listen, Rio's I think what you're, what you're alluding August. to, what you're alluding to, is the fact that oh, it's the Olympic Stadium, la di da di da di da. You know, there shouldn't be matches there and all that kind of thing. But um, you know, if Tottenham don't go to Wembley, they're going to go to Milton Keynes Don no, for Christ's sake. Fair. And the Premier it, League it, aren't going to allow that. Well, but it's also completely not the unfair. It's, it's, it's absolute toss. I mean, it could not be more ridiculous. I mean, it's a although, massive football ground and it's available. Why not? Uh, although it's, it's, my point. Although it's crankily sacrosanct. Crankily sacrosanct? No, no, yes. wait, wait, right, wait, wait. Sarah Palin there. Someone write, write, the Emirates. Write crankily the Emirates, sacrosanct down. The Emirates is a ground that holds 60,000. You know, they could they could share that with you somebody. Want, you put, oh, like hold that. on. I like that. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure it's you like, do. I'm glad people don't know where this is because I want to leave here in safety. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. Interesting theory. I... Mind you, Andy, listen, if Old Trafford burnt down, would you let them share your place? Probably. It's happened before. It has? It has happened before. Ah, yeah. many, oh, many History is a, a wonderful thing, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. yeah. So, you know, nothing's impossible, is it? But it, yeah. it wouldn't be a, it wouldn't be where, a good thing. Where were the Manchesters as one then? Do you remember? Uh, well, no, no, in, no. no, in the way that City and United were. One was in Chester and one was in Manchester. Yeah. I'm not getting involved in that. <laughs> <laughs> don't, don't, don't let him get regional. He, I don't want, he, goes, yeah, yeah, yeah. he has to go home. Or maybe what was in Guildford. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. But, uh, but the Wembley thing's all right, Mark. You know, someone can go to Wembley and use it. They, actually, you know, what they, that's not my feeling. Apart exactly from the fact, from the fact that all the fans think it's a crap area and a bastard to get to, of course. That's the other but thing. But this is the thing. If you're a Tottenham fan, I, I like... I, I like uh, White Hart Lane. I've, I've enjoyed going yeah. there as an away fan. It's because it's still one of those ones. It still feels like a, a, the old ground. You get you get because well, you have to the... walk three miles to get there from the station. Well, and it's so poxily placed as a stadium. Yes, exactly the point he was making. Jeff, <laughs> make my point for me. <laughs> you, he couldn't have put it better himself. No, yeah, it, feel, it feels like you're hanging around. You know, you're outside, and it's all. There was a certain atmosphere there that you don't yeah. often like. Chelsea's the same. Wembley will suck. The joy out of you, if unless you're kind of representing the place, because it's a sterile place. There is no oh, two ways about it. Just but, but if you're bringing a vested interest to it, you know, it's, it, 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 there is that. But it's it's still an enormous stadium, and I always just found it. Even when it's, I've been there, I've been there as full up for football games, for NFL games, and I've never kind oh, of smelled or felt no, anything. I, out I'm of thinking it. if I'm yeah. sitting in Tottenham. And I'm, you know, I'm a home fan, and I'm, all right. What are we playing today? And I've got to go to Wembley to watch. I don't know. I'm not buying that as a thing. It's, I can't it's, stand Wembley. I can't stand it. We can. It, it, it is weird because, of course, the Olympics. Yeah. Because West Ham, obviously, what they're what they're going to rely on for at least a couple of seasons is the novelty value of, of visiting the Olympic Stadium because yeah. Stratford was a success. 
Yes. But but no one's like Wembley. So basically, he's on the back foot before it's even started, hasn't he? No, it? I think Wembley, I think if you're lucky enough to go there, you can over... You, you overlook all of the terrible things. If you won. so excited because it's, cause it's cup yeah, final yeah, no, day or I, it's whatever I think so, Andy. I think you're right about that. But there is no doubt about it. If you go there, the lack of facilities, the area, it's just awful. And, and to be a right snob about it, what you're saying, Andy, is a very good point. If you don't happen to come from London... Yeah. The charm yeah, no, no, somewhat no, wears play. off outside you know, the M25. All those, M25, all those teams it? that have a great chance to come down for the playoffs and that, fantastic. Good yeah. luck to them. But when you actually get there and go, Christ, where are we going to get a drink? Yeah. Where can we get something to eat? Let's go to the Green Man with 100,000 other people. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. It's just like, Lord, Yeah, no one's going to know about that, are they? Oh, <laughs> we can't get there by car and park. Yeah. Oh, Jesus. I, 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 I did say, I, I'm sure I told this before, I went to the Charity Shield at the start of the season and walked through. It's called the it's called the London Design Centre, which is a way into the into Wembley Stadium. And I swear to God, I saw two blokes walk out in Chelsea shirts out of um, a pottery shop. <laughs> now carrying a bag that they just bought if some they stuff. Bought, if they bought, that would have been terrible. Arts and crafts. But in its own way, the fact that they gone. Do you know what? The wife's been asked it, look, look for a canteen of cutlery. Well, or, you know, a, a little bit. <laughs> yeah. and, but that was, and that was exactly, it, it, it really, it was the most unfootball feeling I've ever had, you mm. know. Um, but then again, yeah. that's because I was there as a neutral once again. If you're, if you're a fan, it's still your team. And once you're in there, arguably, surely it can work. Surely. I don't think, I don't think it's a question that it can work. I think it's a question, did you want it to work? Yeah. Isn't it something that should be removed from the day-to-day... You know. And the other the other problem with Wembley is all that club Wembley crap where they all come back twenty minutes in the second half. Yeah. And all that. it's just all nonsense. Yeah. The does whole it, things does are fast. Does it balls up? In the end, I don't think Arsenal really struggled, did you? There, because basically that the, the club moves tend to knock the stuffing out of football clubs, don't they? More often than not, and I think that, that you saw that a lot, but. When Arsenal moved to the Emirates, it didn't seem to happen so much, did it? Again, perhaps that's the that's, it didn't, that's, it didn't that's hurt Wenger. Us. It didn't hurt us. Going yeah, were to you all end. right? Were you? Yeah. No. Well, you know, there's the a transition. transition period, but the thing is, what happened almost simultaneously was the team got better. The team deserved to ah, be in that state. Ah, if yeah. it had been the old team, it would have been a nightmare because we'd been like, "What are we doing here? We shouldn't be." Here. You know, it's like yeah, we're in yeah. the parent, the adults' house now. Yeah. We shouldn't be. Here. Absolutely. Yeah. But we, the team grew as the w- stadium was that accident, arrived. Was that by accident or design? Do you remember? I, I think, think it was timing, wasn't it? Well, you know, things fell into place. I don't think it was a design. It's just as the stadium was there, Commonwealth Games had happened. Somebody has to fill it. Absolutely, and, and fortuitously, you know, it's the, oh, the rest. There's, there's echoes. A bit like a West Ham, echo- really. There's yeah, echoes, Jeffrey. Yeah. Exactly. Yes. A bit like a West Ham no, situation. You ain't man of Man City, though. Man of me and you instead. Well, you know, oh, lovely that talk, isn't it? Yes. Thank you very much. You know the great thing though they did there that I don't know why I don't know what happened with with the other the Olympic one, the Commonwealth Games. I went to it. And, and the seats came down, and, and there's a running track around the thing, and, and they were talking about, we're going to be here next season. And we're thinking, well, we're going to be way away from yes. the ground, from the pitch. And, of course, they'd already built three layers of seats underneath Absolutely. where the running track was. So they'd done it in so advance. They, just, they, they did it in advance well, and, and brought it. Well, they fixed, yeah. uh, they, they fit the, fixed the Olympic Stadium retrospectively, they? but okay. it's, the same, it's going to be the same job, yeah. actually. Now, on a sort of broader note about this, and this, this, this story's done in most today, is Sir Trevor Brooklyn, and it's, it's your two teams that he's talking about here. And it's interesting yeah. because, because it, it does affect both of you at the moment. 
obviously, you know, I'm a, I'm a lover of Trev, but he, but he does kind of plough the same furrow in terms of conversation. He, he very much kind of... Much as he's, we've done this evening. He's a bit great, yes, exactly. <laughs> and, and indeed do most weeks, Andy, if I'm brutally honest. But he's all green. He's a very green and pleasant land and was yeah. Jerusalem builded in and all that stuff. But there's, I'm interested to see what your thoughts are about this because he talks about, and it's a phrase that he uses, and I think it's a good one, hold, the holding of top English talent. And, of course, what he's talking about is in advance of the Euros and, indeed, the next set of the World Cup and the next set of Euros. There's players coming through now at Chelsea that are getting a kind of break which Jose didn't seem to give them. Is he right in thinking that we're hiding English talent because they'd rather just have them in the club so no one else has got them and they're not getting enough football? I've got a two-pronged thing about this. I think, first of all, with a club like Chelsea and possibly Manchester City as well, unless the kid is a proper, proper, proper major talent, there's too much pressure to win and these kids don't get blooded. Um, even if you're 4-0 up, they tend not to chuck them on for some reason. Yeah. You know. Um, so, you see, it's accurate in the sense where you know you've got, there might be half a dozen English kids knocking about your squad that don't get a look. Well, not even English. All kinds of kids. Well, that, well, I know point. Trev's no. banging on about the English. Yeah. But then the, the other thing is that Chelsea are doing it as part of the club's business plan. You know, yeah. we collate all these kids yeah. and then we're boshing them all out on loan and then all of a sudden we're selling them for eight, nine million quid. You do have a, a factory and, and on the side. Yeah, almost, yeah. yeah and and it's a business plan thing as well as a, a footballing thing. And God forbid if one or two of them come through, happy bloody days. No, you there's know. nothing wrong with that in principle. Like, say Patrick Bamford, look, I mean, it, it, just on the top of my head, well, it, it, this kid's going to go and play at QPR again, I think, now. now. Well, now they flog Charlie Austin. Yeah, so, yeah. but he's, but the point being is that Chelsea have said, no, your services aren't required. Yeah, I mean, on the Chelsea a couple of weeks ago, we were were saying that basically the way the club is positioned at the moment, in a couple of weeks' time, outside of the FA Cup, we're going to know where we're going to be in the league or whatever. And and the way things are going, I, I personally wouldn't want to even be in the Europa League, but we might not even make the Europa League places. So at this point, That's we're not plucky, we're, isn't we're not going to we're not going to go down. We're not going to go down. So let's chuck some of these kids on and find out if any of them have got the chops to make it. Well, this is the best opportunity we ever had. The only thing wrong with that argument is where you are currently. If you chuck the kids on and they don't deliver, you might well go down. Yeah, no, no. I think I think there would be a point where we kind of go, okay, well, listen, we're about, not, we ain't going to go here, but and at the same and time, and we're and not going to do this. Well, and, we, and we up. can do it. And Banford's one of them. I'm like, look, if Costa can't score and Remy's limping and Falcao's still on a stretcher... He's coming back for, from the thigh injury, Jeff. Don't know, you worry. I know, I heard that as well. For Christ's sake, <laughs> chuck Bamford on for 20 minutes and give the boy a shot. But you he, know. He's the, Andy, I'm glad you mentioned because, because in the old days, what he used to say is you could kill young footballers by throwing them into relegation battles. It was a conversation. That's an ancient conversation. Yeah, but it's not... And we find yeah, ourselves but, in exactly yeah, 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 the yeah. point. The point I'm making is it's not going to be a relegation battle. No. I've heard that okay. before. We've, we're too good to go down. We've heard. No, that no, no. We're not too good to go down. I'm not suggesting we send out John Terry, a goalie, and ten kids. It's like you can play two kids out of nine and have another couple on the bench. And God forbid, if you are winning two or three, you'll bung another couple on. But of course, in a weird way, uh, 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 an Arsenal bit of perhaps being a, 
a better model, you know, with all due respect, you know, or you, one may argue differently, but in buying Sterling, that's what City have done. They've given we should celebrate that. Should head for to to a kid who's who's basically should be leading the line. He is he? leading the line. He's playing every week. Do you know what though? Well. I never hear his name mentioned. Well, uh, it's not my fault. No, <laughs> <laughs> I'm but just saying. No, whenever <laughs> talks about him, it's all Aguero, Yaya Toure, Vincent Company. Oh, he's Sterling playing. Oh, bloody hell! There he is. Yeah, but isn't that you the know? point? If he's if he's if he's in the starting eleven all the time, that we have got a top English forward playing in arguably the team that's going to win the league. Yeah, we've got one. To be, uh, to be yeah, fair, okay, I, I, well, you know, in terms of our squad, there's many, many talented... You know, I, my nephew follows it all. He goes to all of the training and all of the second team games and all the rest of it. And he's got a list of these lads who, you know, oh, oh he's great, he's on the bench this week. You know, it's like... Are they, uh, oh, yeah, I'm not being funny. Are they English or international? I don't think... He, like, he like Chelsea all over the shop. Yeah, probably. they're... they're fr- I think there's a certain. Well, City's of... a great breeding ground for young talent, isn't it? Or yeah, they're yeah, setting yeah. up. Well, it is becoming so yeah, now. Yeah, the yeah. academy and not the elite squad and all the rest. Yeah. Absolutely. You know, and it's. I, it doesn't seem negative to me. I think the problem is, like you say, at the very upper echelons of it, you won't get in a team, which is which is really about what you were talking about before and what was announced today. Ninety-six million you get to every. <gasps> That's the gentleman. I'm glad you said that because on that because we've run out of time now. Oh, the, ex- no. the exciting news is that just in case you would have worried about the future of football, you know, pulling them boots on and the smell of the smell of the white horses when you rub it on your is legs. Is Donald Trump going he's for the gonna, leadership of he's, FIFA? He's basically Sarah Palin is the new <laughs> manager of Chelsea. <laughs> Donald Trump is going to replace Seth Blatter. <laughs> And everyone's going to get £96 million in the Premier League next year. Marvellous. In advance. They are now, and by the way, I'd say thank you, lads, and all that stuff. But yeah. like, it's, it's a, 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 I heard this the other day on Radio 4, so it's true, uh, is that the Premier League in the next three years is the biggest sporting brand in the world over the NFL for the first time yeah. ever in the money it's made. Well, at least it's worldwide, which yeah. the NFL isn't. Uh, well, it's, no, that, that, it's one of those worldwide American sports no, no, that's big in America. Sales of any, uh, worldwide rights, Jeff. Yeah, yeah, no, I understand. Right. But it's <laughs> ninety-six million pounds to every Premier League club, and I like to. Think I love the way they're giving it to him in July instead of August, so there can be an almighty feeding yeah, frenzy yeah. before the next season. But starts. more importantly, in cash. <laughs> oh yes, here's one for you. Are we are we out of time now? We are. Okay, give me the extra the, time. Give me extra time. Give me the average salary of the Arsenal first team in 1984-85. What? Really? No, just... What, year, annual salary? Do you, the average uh, annual salary. Do you, do you want to answer now? Or do you want Who to was in the team? Next week? Was Frank McClintock in the team? About that era. 84-85. No, it's long gone. Oh, 84? I reckon no, no, 40 grand. You guess. You don't answer. 40 grand. Because we will answer this right. on next week's Whistle Blows. Thanks very much. This is a playback media production served to you in association with Why Not Think People. Sports Social Podcast Network.